Carnival of Tears. The finale, I think. Episode 11, guys. The finale, potentially, of the first arc of Linked Legacy. How's everybody feeling going in? I think I'm going to die. Yeah? Also slightly nervous. Yeah, you know, getting here was not a given. So I'm happy to be here. It's like getting to the playoffs, you know? <laughs> yep, yep. I'm just happy to be here. All right. I think that's, yeah, that's a fair assessment. I think this module has been pretty punishing. Um, so just that everybody made it is, one, a surprise, and two, um, just promising for what this episode has in store. I'm also very excited. There's There's a lot that's about to happen. And it's going to be... Oh, so, so just beautiful that we can do it together. You might say it's going to shatter your expectations. <laughs> oh boy. Do I have that spell? <laughs> Let's spend some time looking it up. <laughs> Hopefully you can cast shatter. So when last we met this intrepid group of adventurers... I guess you're not really adventurers. You're all homebodies in the town that you either grew up in or visited nearby to your home. But we finished off the Frosty Chislers and we shattered the Witch Ice Shard, freeing Namdrin Quinn's wife. He was able, with the supplies that he had, to almost fully heal everybody except, you know... Arabella hogged most of the remove curse scrolls. So that happened. <laughs> wow, that's a dirty look. You, you used three, I think. Uh, no. I, I, that, that is not a dirty look. I had, like, literally the worst shit happening to me followed very closely by Godfrey. Don't come into a carnival called Carnival of Tears with a will save of, like, plus four. Have you ever cried out of laughter? Yes. That's a good point. This could That's... have been, uh, we were laughing so hard at the clowns and the funny things that, uh, that could have been the direction they went with this, but no. I mean, it did happen for us. I thought there were some very funny parts. I mean, just you know as what? players. So did I. <laughs> it's great good job, times. guys. Uh, we did it. Personally, I thought it was going to be a module full of skill challenges and games, you know? I thought we were going to let that shit ride all the way uh, episode <laughs> I, I gave you fucking four or five episodes of it, so. Loved every second of the games. Yeah, all right, you actual cannibal. <laughs> oh! It was not on purpose. <laughs> so finally, after healing up and removing some curses... You came face to face with the cold rider who came out of the woods and on to the ice and started killing people, challenging you to stop him. And that's where we enter. I need everybody to roll for initiative. Oh, God. This first roll means a lot about how the session's going to go. So I hope that everyone did really well. I don't like that train of thought. All right, well, if you didn't like it, what'd you get, Mika? Eight. How about Willie B? I have a question first. Yeah. Is initiative a skill check? Technically? Why? No. 
But why? I want to use some luck. It is a oh dexterity check. <laughs> yeah, it's an ability check. In that case, a 23. What's your mod? Five. Oh, dear. <laughs> All right, you did get beat. Hmm. How about Arabella? 22. 22. Comstock Paddywhacker. 12. Oof, Godfrey. You know, I'm happy with that tie that Willie got because I got a 25. Okay. Well, then, at the top of round one of the combat against the Cold Rider, the first to react to the challenge is Godfrey Leafbottom. What do you do, man? So we are we are on the banks right now. Yes, um, you're on the banks, and the vast icy pond is out in front of you. The Cold Rider is out in the middle of it, killing helpless people. How far away would you say we are from him right now? It looks almost like 60-some feet, maybe. You are 70 feet. 70 feet. Okay. So a little too far out for his comfort to do anything. Godfrey's going to look out across the icy lake with this evil creature just slaughtering people. And he's going to call out to him and say, We have fought long and hard to get to you. We have triumphed over all the other evil fae in this area, and we will continue with you. And he is going to use... An instance of his tribal cooperation um, to give teamwork feats to all of his allies. Really, it's just only Mika and Arabella. Um, so that's that broken wing gambit thing where um, if you hit him, you can choose to um, enact this thing. It'll give him a plus to hit you, but flanking allies, if he if he makes an attack at you, will be able to attack him. Awesome. So that is his standard. I don't think... Th there's some bridges um, over out onto the lake. They're a little bit to the right of him. I think he's going to travel 30 feet down the bridges. Okay, why don't you make me a perception check? Okay. Natural 18 for a 30. Okay, with a 30, what you see is that approaching the first bridge, there's a pile of fireworks right at, at the start of the bridge that you're, you're approaching. As you continue to walk, you see that there's another pile of fireworks. There's kind of like an island in the middle of this lake. There are fireworks on that island as well to the far southern side of it. And then there's another bridge that goes from that island to the opposite side of the lake. There are fireworks at the end of that bridge as well. So there, were, there are three bundles of fireworks. Uh, you remember from your talk with Damdren Quinn, and, and kind of remembering things about the, the Cold Rider, that these fireworks would be super effective against him. And um, and so keep that in mind. You see what you think is all of the fireworks. Okay. And can they be picked up and moved around, or are they pretty stationary where they are? So there are... This is... I'll explain how the fireworks operate. You can either deal two points of fire damage to the fireworks. If you do that... Where the fireworks are, they will uh, kind of explode in a five-foot radius burst. So you could do that and hope that the Cold Rider is near the fireworks. He gets caught in it. It'll deal a D6 of fire damage and a D6 of sonic damage. However, you can take a full round action to light the firework, and then I will let you aim the firework. The firework will attack range touch AC, so it'll be a range touch attack with a range increment of 20 feet. Okay. And it does the same damage if you fire it at him. Okay. Godfrey doesn't have a really good method of dealing fire damage, and there is a firework like five feet in front of him. So I think what he may do is he may start taking that firework um, 
how are you how do you uh with the full round action can you start that at the begin at the end of one action and carry it over to another are you saying that we have to do this all in one round you've used a standard action you've used a move action so well are you are you adjacent to the fireworks you could take a five foot step and be yeah looks like so you could take a five foot step and use a move equivalent action to start the round, and then next turn you'll have to use your standard action to finish the finish the firework lighting and be able to fire it off, if that's something you wanted to do. Okay, he, he's a little far away right now, so I don't want to waste a firework, so I will take a, just a move action, I think maybe 10 feet up to still have the firework in range, um, and that'll just be my turn for, for right now. Okay. That sounds good. It is the Cold Rider's turn. He's going to move up 20 feet. I need Godfrey and Mika to make me will saves. Godfrey has a natural 7 for a 15. Okay. So a 20, or that goes up to a 22 if this is a hex spell or spell-like ability of a fae, and then an additional plus two if this is versus an enchantment. Mika, you feel drowsy, but you're able to shake it off. Godfrey, you are under the effect of deeper slumber. (gasps) Oh, no! No! Oh, God. No. And so you will be asleep for 10 minutes. Huh? Obviously with sleep, uh, an ally can move over to you and use an action to wake you up. However, um, as of right now, you're helpless. Oh God, it's the it's the ball of force all over again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so everyone just sees Godfrey kind of get drowsy, woozy. He's wavering, and then he just kind of collapses. Something you see, everyone but Godfrey sees, that you can potentially note is that on his way, the stag horns on the cold rider act on their own. They pick up a villager and tear him in half. Oh God. Oh, Ugh, so he's getting like bonus actions or some shit with those things. Yeah, the, the, oh. they, they seem to bend like a sapling and they reach down and you can hear it across the ice, the creek, and they seem to grow as they scoop up this villager, impaling both sides of it before ripping them in half. So with the 30 perception, did I like, is it the cold rider sitting on top of the stag or are they sort of fused together almost? You're not sure. You'd have to make a knowledge check. Okay, well, I'm asleep, so I can't. (laughs) But do you dream about it, maybe? You know what? I just might. (laughs) Next in the order is Willie B. Bill, I soak up that cold because I know that you will be whether or not I gave you this spell. And I am going to cast uh, protection from energy cold on you because we share hit points and eventually things will start hurting. And then. How much do I get? 60. And then 
I am going to walk over to, or I guess use my move action to move over to Godfrey and say, Hawk Hulm, wow, you guys do what you can, you know, in your ways. All right. Arabella, you're up. Arabella is going to walk to the front of the bridge. Yeah, right next to Godfrey. And uh, she's going to shake him by kicking her with Kick kicking him in him the ribs. Foot. Yeah. <laughs> Godfrey, you get uh, rudely awakened. That is another move action, however, to rouse him. So. I, I'm aware, yeah. I'm spending my turn to do this because I know that Godfrey is a spellcaster and he will go before the cold rider next time. Okay, that sounds good. Comstock Paddywhacker in the back of the party. All right. Comstock starts rooting around in his backpack <laughs> with, his, he does. with his one open hand and pulls out what looks like a wine bottle. Um, and it says, property of Adelzak Paddywhacker on it. He's like, ah, hope you don't mind, cousin. Um, and then he puts the puts the wine bottle fully in his mouth and tilts his head back so it just drains down his throat. Um as he spends his entire turn drawing and drinking a potion of invisibility, and poof, Comstock has disappeared. The ace in the hole! (laughs) Nice, yeah, just mark that you're invisible there. Yep, and then uh, Griff doesn't know this, but I'm going to take a five-foot step. Excellent. All right, next in the round is Mika. Wrapping up the first round, you guys are kind of feeling each other out. Hmm. I don't think we would do that. Feeling each other up. With the bridges that span uh, across the water, are they like very high up uh, above where the actual ice is, or would it be pretty easy to like hop off of the bridge and then like kind of circle around? It'd be pretty easy to hop off the bridge. However, you'd need to make an acrobatics check because you're hopping onto a slick surface. So you wouldn't take fall damage, but you might fall prone. Uh, hopping down onto the ice. If that goes poorly, okay. Mika uses her move action to come up and go right next to Arabella and be on the bridge. Okay. And there she will stand readying her her bare fists uh, so she's ready to attack. So are you readying uh, just, just flavorfully. Uh, she'll just be uh, ready to attack. Okay, you have a standard action if you wish to use it. Just, like, to be safe, if you don't have anything, you could say that you're going to total defense or something and just raise your AC if you don't have, like, something. Yeah, she, I have slight amount of range, but with the number of range increments that we're at right now, it really doesn't make much sense. So I think that is the best bet for her. Basically standing on the bridge, bracing herself for... The cold rider to come. Yeah, yeah, she <laughs> she's ready to hold her own right now. So why don't you just mechanically ready in action? If he gets into your range, you'll attack him. Otherwise, yeah, you're I, just wasting it. Yeah, true. Okay, if he gets within range, she'll she can punch. Sure. Godfrey, you're awake. You're prone on the ground. You have dropped anything you were holding. Oh my God, Godfrey! I like wasted so much time. Get up. <laughs> I must have dozed off. I, uh, the worst timing. Um, he is going to stand up as a move action and still kind of groggy from falling asleep. Groggy froggy? Yeah, he's a groggy froggy. <laughs> he is going to start 
channeling these primal forces around him, the power of his ancestors, and he is going to do the one thing that I've been building this entire character to do, which is cast a random level four spell (laughs) as a fifth level character. My boy. I have created the strongest character in the Pathfinder system at level five. Name another creature who can cast a level four spell at level five. So I've got my dice roller app up. There are 102 different options (laughs) that I could potentially roll and I'm rolling now. This is fucking bonkers, by the way. 44. What you got? Hunger for flesh. <laughs> oh, wow, with this shit. Oh, no. <laughs> what that spell do? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's an evil necromancy spell. <laughs> Standard action. I can cast it on a humanoid, a monstrous beast, or a magical... Monstrous... Magical beast or monstrous uh, beast. Okay. Your, your target's belly distends and its front teeth grow larger and sharp, longer and sharper. The creature ravenously craves the flesh of its own kind, gaining the staggered condition as hunger pains rack its, Ill, its altered body. Mm-hmm. Target gains a bite attack as a primary natural attack that deals damage appropriate for its size. There's a 25% chance on each of the creature's turns that it can't overcome its hunger. If so, it must move directly towards the nearest corporeal creature of its type and subtype and make a bite attack against it. Oh. But there aren't... If, if I'm casting it on this creature, there aren't any other of its kind around, are, are there? Are there, like, anything of its subtype, though? Like, any any fey in I the may area. stop you there. Like, you didn't have fey in that list. It's not a magical beast or a monstrous humanoid? No. It is a fey creature. And I'll tell you what, the stag is not a magical beast either. Oh no. All right, so who wants a taste for their own kind's flesh? Uh, to be staggered. Anyone, friends? Anyone? <laughs> uh, no. Lot of buildup for that fourth level spell. Guys, I knew this was gonna be a risky thing. Uh, high risk, high reward. Um, turns out there's no reward, but that's okay. You know, it's, it's all about you know, maybe maybe the fourth level spell was the friends we made along the way. Do you, do you have a um, hero card? I have an evil one. All right. I don't care what type. If you want to use it to re-roll on the table, I'll let you. Oh, my God. Would you? Yeah. It's so lame to... I'll give you another chance at something partially useful happening <laughs> with this. I, I think you should have to cast think, that on a villager. I, th- I, think that's ha- <laughs> I think that's happened, like... Three times already, where you've gotten something and it's just like this can't even be cast on the <laughs> like the enemy or my allies. It's just wasted. Are you saying this to take away my hero card that's going to make you roll twice? I'm making you pay something for it. Yes. High risk, high reward. High, you just said it. Yep, you said it. Got to do it. it. Got to <laughs> do it. Pedal to the metal. Here we go. Turn in my hero card. Another roll. What's it going to be? 59. Let's 59. see. Let's see what that is. It's probably after H on the list. This is the spell poison. <laughs> okay. All right. Question. Yes. Is the cold rider a living creature? Technically, yes. This is a range of touch, so I can hold it, I think. Yes, you can hold it. 
Calling upon the venomous powers of natural predators, you infect the subject with a horrible poison by making a successful melee touch attack. Okay. The poison deals 1d3 con damage per round for six rounds. You can make a fortitude save each round to end the affliction. So all I gotta do is just get over there and touch him with this. Yep, 1d3 con damage per round. Okay, well you know what I'm doing next round. That's his turn. Okay. <laughs> you just turned into a poison dart frog. Whoa! <laughs> I feel like that's what we've been building up to this whole time. <laughs> New frog subtype unlocked. <laughs> well, here's what's gonna happen. Arabella is right in the center. And so you see the sky above you darken and the wind picks up and the snow turns tail and pounds down on you as an ice storm erupts above you in a 20 foot radius around Arabella. You each take with no save 10 points of bludgeoning damage and six points of cold damage. So Willie takes 15 bludgeoning. And six cold. All right. Oh, God. <laughs> Not a great start, gang. So oh for boy. 10 rounds, that 20-foot area, so just pretty much consider it most of the shore, unless you're heading far to the west, is difficult terrain. And you take a minus four to perception checks while in the area. But other than that, the damage doesn't persist. It's a one-time damage deal. The stag is going to move up to Mika. Is it difficult terrain for this creature? No. So does she get her readied action to punch? It is 10 feet away from you because of oh, its reach. Okay. So basically, it's going to be five feet out of your reach. That's, that's, I don't think that's right. The antlers are going to act here. They're going to attempt to grab you. Oh, okay. And they have reach. Okay. Uh, that's only a 24. That does not succeed. Okay, so you're not grabbed by the antlers. The creature is threatening you. The stag, now that you can see it, doesn't appear to be... You'd think a living stag would be... You'd see its breath in the air. Just has an icy, chill glare. It looks like it's flaring its nostrils, but no steam, no smoke comes out. It's Willie B's turn. Giftiest ever a time I've ever known to use this, it would be now. And then... I am going to use the sheath with the Wand of Shatter and cast it on this creature's armor. So you draw the wand, you cast it. Mm -hmm. There is a property of this cold rider that does not allow it to make a save Oh, oh wow! for shatter. So roll me 3d6 of damage. That's so good. Oh. Willie just became an all-star. <laughs> Whoa. So I did nine damage. Sonic damage. Okay. And then I would love to use my move action to... Didn't you have to use your move to draw the wand? No. That was my swift action. Ah, yes. That's the sheathed wand. Correct. 
So I will move direction, uh, diagonally back with, uh, as a move action. Movement, uh, because that will take up all of my, I guess, e e movement economy. Mm -hmm. Arabella, you're up. Difficult terrain, the cold rider in front of your party, menacing. All right. We're talking high risk, high reward stuff, right? Absolutely. Okay. So, odds, I'm going to light the firework. Evens. I'm going to run onto the ice to attack using acrobatics. So what I'm doing right now is a... Let the dice tell the story. Hell yeah. No, this is actually a, a swindler thing that I have. What? And if I... Yeah, it's a swindler thing I have. So odds I set off... I'll, I'll explain it in a minute. Odds I set off a firework, even I run onto the ice and do an acrobatics check to not fall. Odds. I'm lighting the firework. If I am successful at lighting firework and getting a hit off on them, I get a plus two luck bonus for an entire minute. Ooh. Oh, that's nice. So the way that this works is essentially I can declare two actions that require two different types of checks, such as an attack roll and an acrobatics check. And then I have to do that action within the next round. And if I'm successful doing that, I get a plus two. If I'm not, there's consequences that we'll talk about later. So let's try it. Okay. So That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> Go ahead and make a ranged touch attack in your first range increment. Of course. <laughs> okay. And my first range increment. Yes. Okay. So a ranged touch. Mm -hmm. Not horrible. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. So I have a plus eight to this. I rolled a five. That's only an 11. It doesn't do it. It's a 13. Yeah. Oh, 13. Sorry. It doesn't 13. do it. Looks like the swindler just got s swandled? Yeah. What's the... Swaddled. Swaddled. <laughs> oh. So now I am going to be shaken for a little bit. Oh. High risk, high reward. <laughs> oh. well, it was going to be very helpful to have a plus two to you everything. took the curse away. You gave it back to yourself. I did. Does high that risk, mean high reward. the fireworks are expended? Yes. Absolutely. I rolled bad. That no, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm, that, I'm not like coming at you right now. I just want clarification. Could somebody else try it? Nope. No, it's okay. Yeah. You I just, used I that pile. Bad. Does okay. it look good? I want it to look good. At least. Yeah, it, blo it probably blows up over top of him, and now he looks even more resplendent. You fucking obliterate a villager that's out the ice <laughs> with the firework. It's one of the little kids that uh, Godfrey, Godfrey was so fond of. <laughs> Still looks good. Comstock. All right. Comstock is, like, high-stepping through the snow because he's very, very short as he moves uh, five feet forward as a move action taken 10 feet to do so. What that does is puts the cold rider in touch range of an invisible Comstock. So Comstock flashes back into existence as he pulls the trigger, bam! Okay, so being invisible, Comstock is going to get a plus two to this roll and 
the opponent is denied their dexterity bonus to their AC. Mm -hmm. I'm already resolving against touch. Dex is part of touch, so the number is going to go down from touch. Got a 10 on the die. That is going to be a 21 against his touch AC. That'll do. Okay. Is there a difference between the stag and the rider? Is it one big AC pool? You haven't made enough of a check to know. All right. Do I need to delineate one versus the other? Yes. Okay. I'll target the stag. Okay. Well, then that definitely hits the stag. Okay. All right. I'm going to get a little bonus damage on top of this here. Pretty good, actually. 22 points of damage as Comstock fires his first bullets of the combat. And is visible again. And is visible. Okay. Mika. Mika stares up at the cold rider that's 10 feet away from her, and she grabs her double-chained camera from around her waist, saying, Two can play at this game. And she now has reach. And she whips out, letting go of one end, whips out the other end at the cold rider. A natural 20. Yeah! See it! All right. Let's see if I can confirm. Ah, that does not probably confirm with only a 14. No. Ah, but at least I hit. That is 10 points of damage. And that will be her whole turn drawing out her weapon and then slashing out. Okay, Godfrey. Okay, Godfrey is five feet away from the center of this storm of bludgeoning cold hell. He is going to spend a move action to try to get out of it. So he's going to move five feet diagonally and um, five feet to the left and up to get right out of the storm. He's going to move 30 feet, um, 15 foot of actual movement in the, some of the difficult terrain. And from a nearby hill, he looks over and sees a familiar shape of feathers and obliviousness as a small dodo runs down the hill towards him. Okay. And he calls out, Dorothy, I need you in, in this time of trouble. So, rules question, Your Honor. Um, I've already cast a spell with a range of touch. Mm-hmm. I didn't specifically cast it on my familiar to do a touch. Is there a way to transfer that spell? Pretty sure you have to cast it into your familiar when you cast it. Yeah, that would make sense. The issue is, because I'm sickened, my melee touch is at a plus one. Mm-hmm. So I really doubt that I'm going to hit. You roll high. Yeah, I could roll high, but it's not. the odds are not good that I actually do that. But the goods are odd. They are. Getting a poison off on this creature would be would be really good. You know what? You gotta risk it for the biscuit. He's gonna take another move equivalent action to try to get right up next to this creature. So uh, another five foot diagonal and then another five feet onto the ice to be right up next to this creature. Okay, make me an acrobatics check on the ice. Will do. Well, actually, I guess you could move half speed, right? Onto that one square of ice. I would really like to do that because I got a minus two acro. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> Uh, however, you are going to incur because the rider has reach. Concentration check. Right? Oh, yeah, I would. Um, well, I'm not actually, like, delivering it yet. I just have it cast a charge that I'm holding. 
Yeah. Yeah. However, you need to maintain that spell. Okay. Okay. I could. I can totally try doing that. Incur is such a nasty word. Yeah, Godfrey, that's going to be a 28 to hit. Does that hit? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> it was a cool Harold card, though. It was a real sick Harold card <laughs> use. It's 10 points of normal damage and one point of cold as this frosty glaive slashes out at you. Ah. Uh. And a concentration check, which is um, 10 plus double the spell level. Is that what it is? No, it's 10 plus the damage dealt. <laughs> oh, so a 21. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, okay. So pretty even odds here. I got a plus 10 on my concentration check. And that's an 11 on the die for a 21. What? <laughs> Your boy's still poisonous. And uh, I guess I got to deliver that next round. I used two move actions to get up to this creature. Yeah, you did. What was your first move action? To get out of the difficult terrain of this blizzard. You could have done that all in one. Couldn't you? Yeah, I could have got up next to him with one move action. I was thinking, though, that I could get out and give it to my familiar. Yeah, you didn't even break up the move. You literally just broke it up in your head because you even did the move back to back. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you were going to give it to your familiar, and that's why you moved that way. I'll say, yeah, you can move up there. You still ate the AOO. You made the save. Yep. Um, Does this spell allow spell resistance? It does. Okay, roll me uh, spell resistance. Okay. Cast your level five, baby. Another 11 for a 16. You just made it. Yes! Oh my god. Okay. Now, this is likely all for naught because I have a plus one to my melee touch. So okay. but if but it's I, a touch attack. Yeah, so if I miss, I can keep I can keep trying to do this. Natural three. Not gonna do it. Yeah, it's not gonna do it, unfortunately. You can't do it if you're dead. This is also true, and there's a lot of other better things I probably could have done other than use this uh, this spell that I have. How long, though, do you have that? Or is it just a one-time? Yeah, it's just one touch. That's but, okay. Yeah. I just I was curious if it was like a you were becoming poisonous for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, do I have to keep making spell resistance checks every time I try to attack? Yes. Or... I guess we were a little preemptive. I should have had you roll the spell resistance after making If I a, connected. Yeah, if you connect. Okay. So we won't roll spell resistance unless you connect with the spell. Sounds good. It is the Cold Rider's turn. Your gun barrels are made of metal, right? Uh, that's a weird question. <laughs> Do a knowledge check. Yeah, uh, can I see the Cold Rider's perception check? <laughs> Sure. It is. <laughs> knowledge engineering, Griffin. Uh, that is a 36. I mean, I have no oh. idea what DC you should shoot at, but I'm sure it's way lower than that. <laughs> so, yes, metal barrels. Yep. Perfect. Cold Rider is going to cast defensively here. This is your chance. If I have a God melee. Rate. No, no, he's he threatened with a spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Mika but is Mika threatening, threatening him right yeah. now because she has reach. Okay, 15 on the die is good. Comstock, I need you to make me a will save. Okay. So I get a plus two trait bonuses. This is a curse, fear, emotion, but... It's uh, none of those. 
that's fine because I rolled a natural one. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, a spell has been cast on your gun. Okay. You feel it grow icy cold in your hands. Okay. You think that unless you drop it, you're going to start taking some damage. <gasps> oh, is this inverse heat metal? A little spell I like to call chill metal. All right, so, but just to clarify here, if this is going to happen, do I have to drop the gun or can, you can I just suck eat up the cold? damage? Okay, yeah. cool. I gotta eat the damage, guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, there's not much I bring to the table. Listen, we're all eating here. <laughs> or eaten. Yeah. So, is there so on the first round of the spell, which is now. It's chilly and uncomfortable to the touch, but deals no damage. The duration of this spell is seven rounds, always. Then, after the first round, it's going to start to deal some damage. Mm -hmm. So on the Cold Rider's turn, if you're still wielding the weapon, it's going to deal a little bit of cold damage. Then, for most of the duration, it's going to deal a little bit more cold damage. And then, uh, it, it, you know, it kind of... It, like, it, parabola yeah, out, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, a, it's a bell curve. Bell curve of damage. Yeah. So he okay. does that. So the stag is going to swing out. So 22 hit. 22 does not hit. Okay, so the stag misses you. The antlers are going to swing out at you. Remember, they act separately of the cold rider. Separately from the... I thought you said the stag attacked me. It was like the, a stag, the stag has its own horns. The cold rider has horns as well. Oh, I see. It's a really horny duo here. Yep. Yeah, go to horny jail, Griffin. All right. Well, I think I got you with a 30, dirty 30, 30. Yes, you did. Okay, so that's going to deal 10 points of regular damage, 3 points cold damage, and you are grabbed. Well, I got to roll for the grab. Let's see. You better roll high. Yeah, okay. 24 to grab you. Yep. <laughs> you are grabbed and lifted into the stag or the cold rider's horns. You're grappled. You're now occupying the same space as a cold rider. But he will do with you as he pleases until you get out. You. You know, in retrospect, there's a lot of other things I could have done. But I got into this sunken cost fallacy thing where I spent my hero card and thought I had to use my spell. So, long story short, I have made my bed and now I'm going to fall unconscious in it. So That sounds good. The stag is going to five foot step back because it has not used its move action yet. And it can walk freely on this difficult terrain. Next in the order is Willie B. Rules question. I have to, in order to selectively, never mind, take that back, select a channel, doesn't matter if I can see everybody, I can't even reach the cold rider at this time. Can I? Mm, no. I don't, and I don't want to either. I mean, you'd probably want to help Godfrey out. I would love to, but I would also love to be able to use my action economy to its fullest. If I were to channel, I can give you all, except for Godfrey, a sacred AC bonus, but then also uh, use my full movement 
to take a or 10 feet of it to take 10 feet take five feet out of the blizzard circle and then from there move around it another 10 feet i can't quite see the cold rider yet beyond its blizzard conditions you can still see it's just a minus four to perception it's not it's not like a fog cloud or anything it, it, okay, so it wouldn't affect anything as far as actually being able to target it right. via... Okay. Like, you can still cast Shatter right now. I can do that as well. But again, I am not. I'm still definitely going to do the uh, channel that will give everyone at least an AC bonus. How like how bad is everyone's health? I'm at 11 right now. Godfrey's probably hurt. Pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm, at I'm at four. 20. 29. Oh, you're at four? I'm at four. Oh, you're dead. Not yet. Unless I can finish him off this round. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, are you moving up to get Godfrey? You do have to move like five feet, I think. Like you're five, you're in the blizzard right now. Yes. Would, yeah, if you I were going to yeah. channel, then move, or move, then channel, you should just I would move, have then to, channel. Yes, absolutely, if I was going to do that. I, so you can move 10 feet within the difficult terrain, or you can move 15 feet if you step out of the difficult terrain. And then in that case, I would not be able to reach Godfrey. So I will just move 10 feet within the blizzard. and Now you should get everybody, and you have selective channels, so I do. you can... Avoid the cold rider and the stag. And it's antlers because those are terrible things. So then everybody can have four points of healing. Oh. Not much. How is Get that it? possible? A 2d6 plus uh, the variant channeling of plus two sacred bonus to AC. And that is my full turn. Okay. Arabella, you are shaking? Yeah. I'm shaking in my boots because my deal went bad. Guys, this is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to pull out a flask and throw it. Okay. The, the stag would be easier to hit, right? Like. Theoretically, yes, because it's bigger. Theoretically, the stag may not have the same weaknesses as the other creature. I can't do a knowledge, so if I if I know it's a, if I know the cold rider is weak to fire, I'm going to throw it at the cold rider. I think you had discussed that before. Yeah. Okay, so this is my second range increment, unless I move up. Can I move and draw flask? No. Okay. Going on a a prayer here. I think this is a 22. 22 against touch. It's a alchemical fire flash. Yes, it's against touch. Thank you. It's been a long time since I've thrown one of those. It will deal... I think those do splash damage. Yes. So it'll deal splash damage to the stag. Okay. But it didn't hit. It hits. 22 hits touch AC. Okay, well, you didn't say that it did. it would hit the cold rider. I said it did. Oh. 
Okay, so it'll do splash damage to the stag, yes, mm -hmm. and then it's also gonna take five points of fire. Ooh, and who else does it deal damage to? Godfrey, oh, absolutely. Shit. Oh shit. That's okay. No, uh, dealing fire to it is important. Yeah, and and there's you know it, it's it's on fire now. Is that just one point of splash for me? Yes. Okay. So that's that's I mean that's everything I can do. Pull out and throw. Sounds good. Comstock Paddywhacker. Okay. So Comstock needs to move a little bit further. He rips out a dagger as part of that move action to set up a feint for next round. But as for right now, he's going to take another shot at the Cold Rider. I'm going to target the stag if there's any difference. But here we go. How does a 16 hit against your touch? Miss. Oof. That is not good news. All right. That's a turn. Okay. Mika. Mika actually does have a little bit of knowledge about nature. Can I do a check on what we're facing? Absolutely. 18. 18. You get exactly one question. Before I officially ask the question, I feel like it would be a good idea to potentially untangle the shared hit point pool like if there's oh it's only one question we have to word it right but to understand if there's like one that's weaker if they are truly sharing because we got the information that they're sharing a pool of hit points but depending on resistances or what they're weak to it might be better to target one versus the other yeah, I, I see what you're saying. It's almost like we need to ask which one of the two is more vulnerable, but I know there's some like caveats there. One could have a higher AC, but a lower damage reduction or whatever, potentially. Yeah, and we do know that when he's on the ice, he's getting healing, correct? Fast healing? Mm -hmm. Okay. So for those of us that are using uh, like regular attacks without without using the fire damage uh, which one versus the the rider versus the stag is more vulnerable to those just like basic attacks the rider appears to be better defended when it has its icy armor and when shatter was cast that cracked or it, like, did that affect the armor? Briefly. Okay. That's good information to have. Perhaps he regains his armor when he's on the ice as well, too. I wouldn't be surprised, yeah, if, if the, like, ice can stitch back together, fill in, refreeze. Okay. All right, so with that knowledge, Nika wants to move up closer. She's so close to being able to get within range. So... Entering a square with ice is an acrobatics, uh, acrobatics check. check to not Unless fall. you want to move half speed, or if you're, like you would be doing here, if you're like, well, you're not going off a bridge. You're going off of land onto ice, right? Uh, so she would be taking a diagonal step from the bridge to ice. So the bridge is raised up, so I'm going to say you have to make an acrobatics check to like jump down onto the ice without falling. If you were to just move from the shore to the ice... If you choose to move half speed, you don't have to make an acrobatics. You can just move. Oh, I guess she could, because uh, it would be her second diagonal, so she could just move around. 
uh, move to land and then move to ice. So it would be a slower dismount. Okay. Onto the ice. Uh, so she does kind of a wide arc, kind of hugging the edge of the bridge since the rider took a five foot step back that gives her the ability, as long as it doesn't have more than that uh, 10 foot reach, to kind of arc around and swing to the side. It doesn't seem to. Okay. Point of order here before I finish my turn. I don't think we've said we've called Nandrin. I don't know who we've said has the ring. Do we need to do that to get him to come? You do. You okay. need to use a move action to activate the ring. Command word item. Okay. I'm willing to do that just so we can get him to come unless somebody else wants to. I think it could make sense that Mika had it since they had a bit of a connection. I, f- I feel like that makes sense RP-wise. Okay. Yeah. Even if I don't want you to use up your actions you know for I'll that. allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> I would like to attack, but... Mika swings around the bridge, gets up closer to the cold rider, and it's looking dire with Godfrey in the antlers of this sta- or of the cold rider, and the rest of the party is in this blizzard, and she looks down to her hand where she has the ring from Nandrin, and she uses the last bit of her turn to call for help and to ask for him to come and aid us in our battle. Roll me a d6. A three. Okay. He responds, I'm not exactly close by. Chase down the that nymph, but I'll, I'm on my way. And then Mika, I guess, just to herself and to the party, we must hold strong. A few more rounds and Nandrin will be here. A few more rounds. <laughs> We're rounds. boxing out here. All right. Godfrey, you are in the clutches of the Cold Rider's antlers. What would you like to do? I think at this point, Godfrey knows what's about to happen. You know, he feels the darkness closing in. He's bloodied. He's got these puncture wounds from these antlers jutting out. And he cries out, Friends! Remember the contributions that Gripley had this day. And to actually try with potentially what might be his last turn to be effective, he is going to hex Comstock with Fortune. It's a supernatural ability as a standard action. I think that's a better call than trying to make another touch attack on my sunken cost of a touch spell that I have. With that, you have used your standard action and your only chance at escape. It's the Cold Rider's turn. The Cold Rider is going to, as a free action, attempt to maintain the grapple. That is a natural 19. So... What does it go to? (laughs) It maintains the grapple, which does mean that you take 10 points of piercing damage as the as the horns dig into you along with four points of cold damage Godfrey falls unconscious how unconscious um halfway to death unconscious okay crippling you uh, the horns is another free action just drop you to the side the rider kicks the sides of the 
stag, and it races forward, glaive pointed at Arabella, not provoking because of its ride-by attack. I was so excited. Oh, God. And blasts the glaive into Arabella's chest. So it, he doesn't provoke for moving? That's insane. It's I didn't a, know that was a thing. It is ride by attack. When you are mounted and use the charge action, you may move and attack as, as if with a standard action or standard charge and then move again, continuing straight line of that charge. Your total movement for the round can exceed double your mounted speed. You and your mount do not provoke an attack of opportunity from the opponent that you... Oh, from the opponent that you attack. So, Mika, oh. you would you oh. would get an AOO here. Good awesome. rules clarification. <laughs> I only asked it because I always get stuck in my head that charge does not provoke, and it does. I doubt that's going to do with a 13. Okay. Um, unfortunately, this is a critical threat. Oh. X3 critical weapon. <laughs> Oh, oh no. You got me while I was taking a drink there. Natural 20 on the confirmation roll. This is an icy burst glaive. Oh no! No! This is a oh. charge critical. No. Oh dear. Which means I will be doing 4d10. <sighs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Willie, it's been so nice having you <laughs> with us. How much does that uh, cold resistance soak up around? Actually, it it's I, I have fifty four points Same. of health, okay. so honestly, I'm not too. Worried. Oh, okay, okay. I, I'm not too worried if it on the cold damage side. However, <laughs> Willie may be brought to unconsciousness with this. So, this is not a lance. It's not on a charge. It's not times three. It's times two. So the I you said it was a so the critical for a glaive uh-huh. is times an X three. Okay. So, so times three. Glaives. You add them. You don't multiply them. So it's four d ten instead of like instead of six d ten. If I multiply the two d ten by six or by three for the crit. You don't multiply things that are doubled. You add. Okay. okay. Yep. That is 45 points of damage. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if, if it was just Arabella taking that, by the way, and I don't know if you've got more coming, but just Arabella taking that would put me at one health. <laughs> Anyways, continue. So it does not provoke from you. Is, there, what, is that just... I thought it was... There's no cold damage? I said five points of cold damage. Oh, five. Five of the 45. Oh, okay. Okay. So that doesn't count at all. So Can't move away from you with the ride by attack without provoking, so it will do so. 20 damage each, Willie. <laughs> Does Willie have the protection? No. Okay. It's applied after, so Willie takes 22. Why? I'm pretty sure... I'm I'm absorbing all of the cold energy. That's That's like... Essentially, what's happening with protection from energy? Read the uh, shield other though. I don't think stuff like energy resistance and DR apply to both sides. If it deals hit point damage, and it doesn't, it hadn't dealt though hit point damage to me. It only did 
cold. Or it took the cold. Okay. Does that still count? Or sure. Willie, you're unconscious, right? Yep. Yep. But it. Uh, well, okay. So, does it take you to zero and then give her the rest of the damage? Oh, now that's an interesting oh. question. Because I know it. I know it just stops working after you're unconscious. What I want to know is if Shield Other takes you to like negative six or whatever you're at, or be, if it takes you to negative one and then Arabella takes the additional five points of damage. Says damage already split is not reassigned to the subject. Okay, so you're at negative five. Negative, negative five. six guess was very close. Yeah, I, yeah. I, he said he had eleven, then he channeled for four, dealt twenty. I, I missed it by one. Uh, so Willie is unconscious. Your healer is down, bleeding out. Godfrey Leafbottom is down, bleeding out. The cold rider moves because it can move as a part of this uh, this action without triggering, and it's going to move right up to Comstock Paddywhacker, who has been gunning at it. It's just going to move right around him. You can swing with the dagger if you'd like. You have it out. Uh, I will tell you that right now, because it's Cold Rider's turn. Yes, I was going to remind you of that. You take four points of cold damage. Okay. That phenomenal channel that Willie did earlier is gone. Yeah. It's going to loop around past Arabella and be right up in Comstock's face. Um, I'll take the attack of opportunity. Sure. I don't know that you can even reach the rider. It's a joke. Uh, you can, but... So, let me roll, and then I'll talk about why this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when I pulled out the dagger, mm-hmm. that gave me a weapon in my offhand, meaning that my plus <laughs> my to hit on my offhand dagger is a plus two. I rolled a 10 on the die. That's a 12. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't come close. You'd say that for our whole performance this combat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Cold Rider also heals. Surprising no one. It's Willie B's turn. I'm going to need you to make me a constitution check to save against dying. It was a uh, fantastic roll. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually... It- I, I lied. It was the worst roll that I could have possibly gotten. Yes. All right. So this you're, is the worst. Right, you're negative six. Damn. Arabella, you just got wailed on. Uh, I did, yes. Am I able to take a five-foot step, pull out the potion, and force it down? Well, you can't take a five-foot step in difficult terrain. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, I'm reining in my emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess I'm going to walk to Willie and pull off the potion because we have to have him. Comstock will shout out to Arabella. Take care of Willie. I'll keep the rider off you. <laughs> <laughs> the most unlikely sacrifice for the most unlikely person. All right. Um, so it's going to take an attack of opportunity at you. The cold rider is because it's got reach. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is a only a twenty-two to hit. That doesn't hit. That doesn't hit. And you know why it doesn't hit? Because the sacred bonus didn't end, did it? Uh, yeah, definitely did. 
Fuck, how does it end? Does it, it only, only one last round? round. One round. Yeah. Okay. Did it hit then? Yes. Because meets beats. It's till the end of my next turn. Your well, turn ended. Your turn yeah. just happened. I'm right after you. So that is going to be eight points of regular damage, six points of cold. Okay. That's, that's terrible. So Arabella draws a potion... Or moves, draws a potion. That's her turn. Comstock, you are face-to-face with this creature. Okay. So I have the knife out and the pepper box pistol out. Mm -hmm. While other people were taking their turns, I went ahead and looked up what provokes an attack of opportunity. And surprisingly, fainting does not. Okay. So I can faint at this guy (laughs) with the dagger. Sure. And let's just see. Just, just the, just the attack will provoke, right? I will attack. I will provoke eventually, but at okay. least not for the feints. <laughs> not twice. Okay, so oh. he used an attack already, though. So depending he, on how much he could have, have left. combat reflexes, yeah. or I know like it's the cold rider with the horns stacked on top of the thing. I don't know how AOOs work there. It could be that he gets more than one because it's it feels like two or three creatures rather than just one. We'll see. All right. So I rolled a 22 bluff. Again, the DC is 10 plus your BAB plus your wisdom modifier. Or if you're trained in sense motive, 10 plus your sense motive bonus. Just the bonus, not the ranks. Let me triple check that, but that's what I have written down. It doesn't matter either way. It fails. Oh. Then why'd you ask? I was just curious for the future. I am too. It is sense motive bonus. Okay. That's weird. Interesting. Okay. Um, he does not succeed at a uh, faint. He's going to put the barrel of the gun to the head of the stag and pull the trigger. <laughs> sure. Does he incur an attack of opportunity? Absolutely, he does. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can choose to roll twice on this. You have uh, fortune. With only a 15, that's going to miss. Wow, you're right. Okay, okay. I will use the fortune. And no, I didn't forget. No, I didn't forget. <laughs> Shit, you forgot. Yeah, I forgot. All right. However, these are some pretty chunky rolls. On the lower die, I got a 14 off the die, and on the higher die, I got an 18 off the die. So resolving against touch. Should do it. Should do it. I I would hope. Yeah, I got to get rid of my dagger. There we go. Uh, 27 against touch. Sure, you got it. All right, so I don't you get- You got it, kid. I don't get any sneak attack damage. No, you don't. <laughs> 12 points of damage. And Comstock's firing his pistol. Arabella, hurry <laughs> He's freaking out. Uh, his pistol's getting cold in his hand. It's actually killing him. So, uh, please hurry. Well, Mika, you're up. Mika looks at Comstock struggling and all of her companions that are on the ground and she looks down to the ring on her finger whispering, please make haste. And Mika actually is going to use one of her monk abilities, acrobatic steps. So this takes a point from her key pool 
but it allows her to move through 15 feet of difficult terrain as if it were not difficult. Sure. Uh, so I would. she moves up and then uh, within the same move action, can she hop up on top of the bridge? Yeah, she should be fine. It doesn't have to be 15 feet consecutively, does it? Yeah, I don't think it has to be consecutive. So are you saying she should hop onto the bridge? Because the ice is already difficult terrain, right? So uh, yeah. you can treat it as normal and move your normal speed, and then you'll only be taking a little bit of difficult terrain, or you can get back on land, move around, and ignore all the difficult terrain of the ice storm. Yeah, okay. I hadn't thought of that. So she can move around the back of the bridge and the cold rider, and she still has range, so she doesn't have to provoke an attack of opportunity from him. Sure. With using her key uh, acrobatic step, she can still then attack. Absolutely. 22? Oh, uh, she's going to attack the stag this time with the knowledge that the cold rider has that ice armor that's probably uh, joined back up at this point. Well, because you attack the stag... That does hit. Yes. Yes. 10 points of damage. Godfrey, you're bleeding out. Yes, he is. He's got to make a stabilized check. Plus two to fortitude. He's at negative seven. And that is a natural one. Okay. Negative eight. Oh, I can't give up this opportunity. I'm going to go ahead and the, the antlers are going to attack at Comstock. I don't know why I can't hit Comstock. I haven't rolled above a three on you. So the antlers miss you. Favoritism. That's why. Is the it dice, favoritism? The dice, dice favor. What are you again? I, the the cobalts. I yeah. Think, I think Griffin's just fudging his rolls for me because he likes me uh, more than any of us. <laughs> yeah, I, I just had assumed it's because, you know, Dice were stolen technology from Cobalt. This is true. <laughs> yeah. Well, Cobalt's were the first race to uh, put dots on different sides of objects. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and attack with the stag. Uh, and that's at Mika, right? Yeah, that's at you. Uh, so that hits. <laughs> 18 on the die should hit. So it's going to be nine points of regular damage, four points of cold. If he succeeds at a perception check, he'll notice I take all of that damage. <laughs> <laughs> and then the cold rider himself is going to attack at Mika with the glaive. Ooh, I, that won't hit. 21? Unless it does. That does. Meets beats. All right. That's a, that's a shame for you. Glaive Mika down on a bed of roses, am I right? <laughs> glaive me down. Uh, that's... 11 points of regular damage, 5 points of cold. Ah, uh, yikes. Comstock! No. Oh. Your weapon increases its coldness. You have not released it yet, so it does 6 points of cold damage to you. Please tell me you don't go unconscious. Comstock is very cold looking. <laughs> <laughs> One point of health left. Oh, oh my god. Uh, uh, he's shivering. He's shivering. Yeah, it's not good to be cold-blooded in the oh, cold. Oh, wait. Did you ever take my other fire damage? 
It's, I know this is retconning a lot, but did you ever take that? Because you're supposed to be burning the second round. It's persistent? You get another D6 the second round. Okay. Okay. I haven't taken that. I just, I'm grasping at straws. Cool, it's just enough. Oh, wait, you want to roll it? Go ahead. Oh. Three. Three. Okay, uh, he heals it all on the ice. Okay, well, anyway. Even Stevens. But you, you stopped it, you know, you, you counteracted his fast healing for a round. I tried. That's cool. Grasping at straws. Willie, still unconscious. Go ahead and make me that check. How is this possible? Okay, so you're at what, negative seven now? Arabella, you're up. Okay, I'm gonna shove the potion that I pulled out. Hope it heals a decent amount of damage. It's pretty negative now. 13 points of health. Willie is conscious and at positive six. Hooray. Healer's back. Administering a potion is a standard action, I believe. Or is it a full round to give it to somebody? Might be a full round to give when it to somebody. When someone's unconscious. Either way, I'm not going to move because I don't have any move actions that I would want to take. I do not want to get closer, and I don't want to get further. That sounds good to me. Comstock. <laughs> what you going to do, bud? If I don't drop my gun, I'm going unconscious. <laughs> that is just... How it is, how it be. If I fire my gun, I'm going to incur an attack of opportunity. If you go unconscious. Which might not hit. Oh, if, yeah. If uh, the history of dice says anything about that, I can only roll threes and below on yeah. you. If you do nothing, you're going to get slapped anyways. Or you could total. De- you could drop the gun in total defense. What was it we were saying earlier? High risk, high reward? Yeah! Oh dear. It's worked so well for this party. Unfortunately, Chris has used his evil hero card. Yeah, which was very effective, by the way. Yeah, I, I knew that was bait. I called it. I called it. You did. But we all we all agreed with the decision. That was a different things are so much different now. It's a flavor hero card. <laughs> you firing? Alright, well. Ice crusting the barrel, even though He's shot through it many times, and that probably shouldn't happen on a firearm because they heat up when they shoot. Um, Not this one. I know. Not anymore. Magic bullshit. Uh, Comps. I mean, he's got to look to the person with the best survivability chance here. And Comstock looks at Mika. Mika, if I fall, make it your life's journey. I want to get this right. To return to the Empire. Of Eggmire, Eggmother Atrixia, bearer of the sacred yoke. Tell her what happened here. Tell her that the kobolds must marshal against the forces of the Fae. <laughs> and I have declared war. <laughs> and tell her I wish she just had deemed me worthy to receive her pheromones and reproduce. I will put the barrel of my gun to the head of the stag and pull the trigger take your attack of opportunity 14 on the die is a 26 okay what's the damage <laughs> sorry but you have one it's gonna be very important very soon with an eight con, Haley. Oh, oh. the classic kobold fortitude. 
You take, because this is coming from the horns, you take five points of regular damage and three points of cold. Oh! <laughs> Get fucking yoked. <laughs> Cobstock falls, the gun doesn't fire, and he's at negative seven out of eight. Oh! Mika, three of your companions are down. All of the small characters. All the small characters couldn't couldn't hack it. Mika looks over to Comstock after sharing uh, that journey with her. <laughs> and she tilts her head to the side a little bit. Well, normally I'd be all for a road trip, but um, I think I might get a little lost. So you better make it so you can lead me there. He lays there with the cold gun still touching his skin. <laughs> you drop it when you okay, go. Okay, thank God. I was to say otherwise. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> uh, so, a little point of order, because there is a blizzard around us, and it's a little bit bigger than, like, kind of the area we have mapped out, is it possible for Mika to take a five-foot step uh, diagonal and make it truly a five foot and not be in the so she Are you trying to take a diagonal to the uh, northeast like that way yeah to try to get within five feet of the cold rider so she can drop her weapon and flurry and actually like use her monk abilities um, I mean she can flurry with her weapon where she is right now but she can't pummel uh, with her weapons I don't think you're going to be able to if we're saying that it's one square outside. One square outside. All right, this is a dire situation. We have so many people on the ground, but Mika's not going to leave her friends behind. She uses another key point. Unfortunately, she's not able to pummel, but she can still flurry. So she does a key flurry so it's just slash 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 with her weapon and she gets three attacks Make and I'm, count. I'm gonna power attack and I, I'm gonna target the stag again alternatively okay. you could full retreat not incur any of attacks of opportunity and a couple days later return with an army of kobolds <laughs> all kobold party coming in <laughs> As tempting as that sounds, I don't want to leave Willie everyone behind. Are yeah. Still up, technically. You, you don't have to justify that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, three attacks. Highest is a 20. Come on. Oh, God. They all miss. All right, guys, what kobold class do you want to be? <laughs> oh, man. There's a really cool archetype, a uh, racial archetype for Bard. I'm just throwing that out there. Someone could grab that. Well, it's Willie's turn. It's not yet. Right? Oh, no. It's Godfrey's turn to continue bleeding out. Yeah, oh, sorry, it's my I turn to die. about you. <laughs> uh. Oh, that was on an 18, but it's cocked. 14 on the die for a 16. I'm at minus eight. Continue to bleed out. Yep. It's the Cold Rider's turn. Mika, you can take an attack of opportunity. The Cold Rider backs up and charges at you. 
Actually, you oh. can't take an attack of opportunity because you're the one I'm attacking. I didn't think you could do that. But what about the backup? Is that a second? Like a five foot step? Is that the same? It's just against the creature that you're attacking, so. I understand, but the back up, right? The movement itself. The movement of does not provoke. It's a, back. it's a part of the being able to move twice your speed. Okay, gotcha. Ugh. I think. Well, it's like as if a charge, like as a charge. So yeah, maybe well, not. Well, that to be a straight line. Move back. I was thinking if if you're doing like the bull thing where you like back up and you're like scraping the ground. If you can, mm, if that was a five foot step, maybe it'd be different. But yeah, if that's just a charge, I don't think that's possible. Yeah, I mean, he's just going to take a five-foot step back and then charge because he's ten feet or ten okay. feet plus away. Can you five-foot step and charge? Just a- yes, okay. you absolutely can. Charge is only a... Uh, you can even standard action charge if you wanted to. Because you can't, like, five-foot step and move, so I, that's what I was wondering about. I think you can five-foot step and charge. I'm going to say you can. Isn't it like... It's a modified full action. All right, Mika... We're going to see here. Um, I don't think this... Well, yeah, this doesn't do it. Oh, thank goodness. Right? Because it's a uh, six on the die, which with the charge, with the plus two from the charge, goes to a dirty 20. That does not hit. Very close, but it does not hit. And then he will be... 15 feet past you on the other side. Actually, call it 20. Ready to ready a charge again. Willie, you're conscious. Can I crawl five feet? Only five. It's difficult terrain. So no. Because that would put me in range. Can you, like, move action? Spell. Or are you doing a different one? 25 plus five feet per two levels. What are you doing? You're not channeling right now? Because... was going to shatter. Well, okay, Comstock dies if you don't channel, so... And Nandrin is coming, so we just need to, like, survive right now. Then in that case, channel. Is Godfrey in the channel radius? Yeah. He should be, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. you're... We're all good. Pretty good with nine. And then we get the bonus to AC, correct? Yes. I really need that. And then I'm going to get up. Okay. Channel and get up. Arabella. He moves so freaking far away. It's like he's a mounted combatant. It's like I didn't prepare very well for at-range combat because I'm supposed to be melee character. I'm going to move twice to get out of difficult terrain. Okay. Comstock. That nine points of healing takes Comstack back to positive. All right. So this is a fun part of being prone that uh, I'm reading. A character cannot use a ranged weapon except for crossbows while prone. So I can't just, like, rip off a shot right now. So Comstack has to stand up no matter what. Uh, Guns fall into that category. Really? Yeah, because there's a... uh there's the like fire from prone feet that only applies to crossbows and guns. Wow. Okay. Which takes your bone or your negative from a negative four to a zero. That so I did fire not. From prone. Is the gun still cold though? Oh, absolutely. But it's not the cold rider's turn. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to play cold potato with this gun. Okay. 
So Comstock is prone right now as I snap back open. <sighs> Willie must have saved me. The battle must be over. And then he sees the Colt Rider and realizes that's not true. I guess to prevent me from dying by holding a cold gun, we said that I dropped it. So I'm going to take a move equivalent action to pick it back up. Stay prone. Okay. And then uh, spend a grit point to resolve against touch at this range against the Cold Rider. He takes a shot, laying on his back like a true champion. 19 against touch. That hits. Okay. I'm not getting any sneak attack damage or anything, but at least it'll combat his fast healing and stuff. Good, because that's my minimum damage. 10 points. Uh, and then, as a free action, Comstock drops the gun. All right. Mika. All right, I see two options here. So Mika's not in difficult terrain. There's enough space on the shore. She could run up uh, and attack once. Or see that this stag is rearing up for another charge and just go in total defense and just wait out the attack and then it's closer to the rest of the party to start attacking and she'll hopefully survive longer. Okay. We're still waiting on Nandrin, so I, I feel like this is a bit of a survival right now. So Mika takes a defensive stance and is in total defense, uh, not getting too far away from the party. With your deck so high, what does that give you? I'm up to a 29. Okay. Godfrey. So with those nine points of healing, Godfrey is at zero hit points. <laughs> so he is up and disabled, which means he can either take a single move action or a standard action. What I would like to do is, you know, coming back from unconsciousness, I'd like to make a perce perception check to see if I can see the cold rider and kind of my friends in the air, get the lay of the land where they are right sure. now. 16 on the die, that's a 28. You can definitely see the cold rider. Uh, you can't see Arabella, but you can see the rest of the party just through that storm. She's okay. on the exact opposite side. So I'm going to say the penalty is enough. That makes sense. So with perhaps the last ounce of strength in his cold-blooded body, Godfrey is going to try to cast a spell. And the spell that he casts is Thorny Entanglement because the Cold Rider is close enough to the, the, the land that potentially plants could shoot up from the ground through the snow. Is that all right? Uh, do you have a knowledge nature? Yes. Roll it. Natural 20 for a 21. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm going to say you know one thing about the Cold Rider. It's constantly under the effects of freedom of movement. Okay. So it couldn't be entangled by the spell, but the plants have thorns that can fling them at creatures. So that part is fine, as long as you know that it's not going to be able to reduce its speed in any way. Okay. That is fair. A tidbit that's worth knowing. Yeah. I still think that's what I'm going to do um, for this. So um, it's a pretty long spell, 400 foot range. It's 40 feet radius, so it's huge, but I'm going to put it back so that the creature is just barely in the end of the radius of Sure. It. So we'll just say that part of the map is thorny and tangled. Yep. Um, oh, no, you stopped uh, Namdrin from coming. So. <laughs> God, I hope not. 
Um, so any creature that moves within 15 feet of the spell's area is attacked once on its turn by these plants. Um, it uses my caster level and my spellcasting ability modifier for the roll. Sure. And that is my turn because upon taking the standard action, as I'm because I'm disabled, I take one point of damage and I fall below zero again. I'm at negative one. He's a frog of the people. Could have tried to heal himself. I assume that spell doesn't require concentration. I don't see anything there. It's it's one minute per level. It's got a D. Sure. It's Cold Rider's turn. He is going to move, so go ahead and roll that damage. Well, I've got a hit first, but with a 17 on the die, that goes to a 27. 27 hits. Okay. Bad damage. Four points of piercing damage. And is that to the stag, then? Since the stag is stepping in it? It doesn't matter. Shared hit points. I understand shared hit points, but about hit to the two hit. Ooh, two creatures. No kidding. No, that's one creature. It, it's going to charge at Mika. I'm so sorry. 15 on the die that goes to a 29 with the charge. With all of my bonuses. All of your sweet, sweet precautions. It's not enough. What is your AC at right now? 29. Oh. That is 22 points of damage and three points of cold. She's still standing. Okay. And Griff, where did this guy end up? Back where he started, baby. Nope. <laughs> Don't even have to move him. Oh. You can charge and then move his movement. So he just moves back. Uh. And Willie is up. Move action. Move out of this terrible blizzard. And then I am going to cure mod myself. And that's it. Arabella. She will move up so that she is 15 feet away on a diagonal. Okay, so a double move. Yep. Comstock. Uh, studiously, uh, using my action economy, I'm going to move action, pick up my handgun again. <laughs> going to take a shot at the cold rider, or rather, the stag. It's an 18 on the die. Wes did it last time. Uh are you using I, a grip point? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Touch? I literally have grit pool open because I wanted to do that on my sheet. Okay. Uh, and you are accounting for the minus four you take from shooting from prone? I haven't yet. 23 against touch. That hits. Yes! I need someone to be doing stuff. It's going to be 12 points of damage. Okay, Mika. All right, Mika has... One hit point. Go big or go home. <laughs> High risk, you, reward. you don't take it down, it's going to kill you. Yep, I know, because it can just yo-yo right back to a <laughs> spot that I was not expecting. Unfortunately, it's just far enough away. Mika can't take a five-foot step. She has to take a move action. She's going to stand right up next to Arabella, just kind of look in her direction and nod, and then without power attacking, is going to swing. Sure. Not going to do it because I rolled a two. That is a shame. At the top of the round, you see moving like a blur with, well, you actually see five of them. 
Namdrin Quinn approaches the scene. He Candle. is... <laughs> Dorothy. <laughs> On the fourth round, look to the east. <laughs> and that is where he approaches from, from the east. Uh, so on the other side of the storm, but to the to the north, he has 60 feet of movement with haste. So we'll move 60 feet towards a cold rider. And with that move action, seeing the trouble you are in, can he get within five feet of it? Yes, he can. If he takes a five foot in, he did cur though, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's fine. He's got mirror images on. Namdrin is going to incur that will hit him, but we'll see if it hits him or an image. It hits an image, and Namdrin has these blades that you remember, these almost mythical blades known as Shadow and Whisper. And he swings with Shadow. Rolls a natural one. (laughs) Come on! Godfrey, it's you. Namdrin's here. He's ready to to, stand up to this thing. It took him a while to get here. Well, it looks like uh, you're all at least alive, question mark. Um, So so you want to roll me a constitution check? I will, yes. Eight? Eight. You are um, at negative two. Yes. You know what? Maybe, maybe we should have approached. We should have grinched him instead. Maybe we should have shown him kindness to warm the coldness <laughs> of his heart. Yeah, maybe. Negative two. However, there is a new healthy-looking combatant, so the cold rider is going to attack at Namdrin. Is going to potentially hit with both of these. Let's see on the first one. Hits with the first one. Oh my god. Hits with both. Uh, <laughs> Two fours on the D4. Fortunately, he's not charging. I feel as though the dice just are telling us stop. Give up. Give up. Give in to the Fae. Alright, so it does 15 points of damage to Namdrin. Uh oh. And just like kind of guts him. He's still. Namdrin's still up, but like completely just like stabs him in between the ribs. With the glaive, and the <laughs> the goddamn stag's gonna attack. No. Uh, the stag would hit. We're gonna we're gonna roll that d4 again. See if I pop an image. Okay, it's a three. This <laughs> is fuck. This is it. Okay, good. Uh, that's the cold rider's turn. Willie, you're back uh, about sixty feet from the action. Do you want me to use one of these as images? Or are you tracking? I got it. You're good. Cool. I am finally out of this blizzard conditions. Going to move up to Godfrey while doing that. Draw my other wand of Cure Light. Okay. Uh, wands cannot be drawn as part of a move action. So That's correct. So, in order to do that, I better will... off casting cure light wounds, probably. Oh yeah, I guess I, I guess I could just do that. Uh, so then, cure light. You sir, have eleven points. Oh, 
That's great. <laughs> Arabella. Awesome. Arabella is within a five-foot step. And it's not difficult terrain. I know. So she's going to five-foot step in front of Mika. And she is going to attack. She's attacking one time, two times, she's three, ta- she's three times, four times. She's attacking twice because it's eight desperate. Ti- eight times could, to make up for the lack of attacks. Could you instead just campaign. take like a five-foot <laughs> step forward? Yeah. Yeah, you oh, I guess I could also take a five-foot step. Well, then you'd be on the ice, so I'll take one five-foot step forward. Well, either of you can go yeah, either way. I, I yeah, I wasn't thinking about that when I said that. I could also have gone there. So It's fine. fine. It's fine. Okay. Oh, Haley. I, um, the highest I got was a 16. Okay, 16 does not hit. Comstock. Uh... Comstock is going to look down the barrel of his pepper box pistol, expend the last grit point that he has. Well, you had dropped it, right? You pick it up. I, I pick it up. Yes. Okay. Move action. Pick, move action. Pick it up. Uh, it's starting to feel point. less cold. That's good. I'll circle back to that. Uh, so Comstock picks up the pistol, aims down the barrel. Uh, uses a grip point to ensure that he can resolve against touch AC against the big old stag and he's going to fire that is the last bullet in the chamber at an 18 against touch that hits yes oh boy alright that's good news that's very good news 13 points of damage what does this look like (gasps) alright So Comstock's laying on his back, pulls up the gun, looks down the barrel, and says, I've about had enough of your tricksy ways, Mr. Fay. This carnival is no longer yours. And pulls the trigger. The fucking thing clicks because it's out of ammo, and the bullet flies across. It enters the skull of the stag, goes out the back of its head, blowing this big conical brain spatter, but the but the pepper box pistol bullet continues to move through the skull of the cold rider, also blowing his brains out the back, and they drop like a rock. That's what I'm talking about! Mm. They drop indeed, and the glowing purple eye of rapture grows dim and the people around you can see for the first time what's been happening the town of Falcon's Hollow is not quite the same there's some rebuilding that has to happen but because of the heroes that decided to combat the Fae they're were limited casualties. You were able to stop these events in less than three hours and probably more important, you managed to shut down the carnival activities that were causing the most death. Because of this, you achieved a death toll of the people of Falcon's Hollow lower than 100 people. The horrifying incident isn't soon forgotten, but little changes in Falcon's Hollow as a result of your bravery. Throughout the coming days and weeks and months, 
you're touted as brave heroes who averted complete disaster with your selfless act of valor. Sintira contacts you once again, indebted to you for redeeming her lost children. And life returns to some semblance of normal in Falcon's Hollow. And I think at that, we're going to end the Carnival of Tears with some cheers. So cheers, folks. We'll see you next time. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carnival of Tears is copyright 2007. Carnival of Tears and the Game Mastery module are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Incorporated and used with permission.